This teaching is brought to you by Christian Family Church International. How are you guys doing this morning? Everybody good? Come on, look at your neighbor and say, neighbor. No, no, look at your other neighbor. Turn around the other side. Say, neighbor, today is Vision Sunday. Come on, give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. If you're excited, come on, let me hear you one more time. Increase that. Let me hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. All right, praise the Lord. That's awesome. That's awesome. You guys are just so awesome. I'm so excited today to be talking to you about Vision Sunday. Apostle Theo has asked me to do this. And so I'm going to be sharing you the vision for 2022. Before we go there, let me just remind you that uh, on the 12th of February, significance. Ladies, you got to get your tickets. I promise you it's going to be amazing. We haven't had significance for two years. I mean, we're going to deck out the whole garden out here in the mall. It's going to be amazing. So ladies, get your tickets and be there on the 12th of February. Amen. Yes, amen, praise the Lord. Let's just open up in prayer. Father, I come before you in the name of Jesus. I make it known that I do not trust nor depend on my limited human ability. I'm trusting in you. Speak through me, teach through me. Let your people leave here differently from the way that they came. And in advance, I will give you all the praise and all the glory in Jesus' name I pray. Come on, family, if you agree with that, say amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, this morning, Vision Sunday, and normally this time of the year, we take the opportunity to share with you the vision for the year. So in the first week of January already, the management team went away, the ministry leadership team went away, and we planned the whole year before anybody was saying, are we flying there or not flying there? Are we doing this? Before Boris said this, before Ivan said that, before this one happened, we planned our year and we said, this year, this is the way it's gonna happen, and I'm glad to report the rest of the world is just following. Amen. Amen. So this year we are planning, obviously Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev is gonna be here for four weeks. We're gonna have Supernatural Sunday. It's gonna be amazing. Supernatural Summer, if I could rather put it that way. For four weeks it's gonna be amazing. Then we're gonna have mid-year conferences that we are gonna start uh, throughout the year. We're gonna have, once again, a men's conference and all the men said, yeah. And all the men said, yeah. Oh jeez, that was... And all the women said, yeah, Yeah, I see. Uh, I wonder now, maybe it should be, okay. And then the end of the year, we're gonna have celebration. All right, so that's our plans. And no plan of the devil is gonna derail that. No COVID, I'm done and dusted with it. Come on, do this, say I'm done and dusted with it. And we're gonna move on. So it's important that we speak about vision for 2022 because vision focuses us. Vision gives us energy. Vision gives us confidence. And vision, most importantly, must mobilize us. Amen? And so look what the Bible says here in Proverbs. It says, if people can't see what God is doing and God is doing something in the church, I don't know about you guys, but I've got a sense of excitement in my heart. How many of you agree with me? 
Amen. I've got a sense of excitement in my heart because I believe it is behind us. God is gonna do a new thing as it says in Isaiah. And so if people, if you wanna be part of what we're doing here at the church, you gotta know what are we planning and how to be involved in this. And if people can't see what God is doing, they stumble all over themselves. You see, if you don't know what God is supposed to do, you'll think you're doing the right thing, but meantime, you're doing the wrong thing. But when they attend to what he reveals, they are most blessed. And that is our vision for you this year, that you will be most blessed. You see, we can't just follow after things. Our greatest fear should not be of failure, but of succeeding at something that really doesn't matter. You see, you could be doing the wrong thing 100%, the wrong thing 100% correctly. And you could be completely out of the will of God for your life. Amen? And you think it's the right thing. And so why is that important? Because we need to focus on a couple of things. Look at this. Number one, we've got to get lost people saved. Amen? Now let me hear a better amen on that one. Yes, amen. Secondly, is that we've got to take the saved people and we've got to pastor them. We've got to look after them. Amen? And thirdly, we've got to pastor the people and they need to then be trained. Why do they need to be trained? Number four, so the trained people can be mobilized to do what? So that they can get people saved, they can pastor people, they can train people, and they can mobilize people. Amen? That is our vision. That is what we're supposed to do here in the church. Amen? So what is Jesus? Jesus gives us actually a very good example, or actually the prophet of Isaiah gives us a vision statement of what it is that we need to focus on. It says here in Isaiah 61, that the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me. I want you to know, family, you have been anointed by the Lord. He's called you for a ministry. He's called you for a purpose. God has got a plan. God wants to do something with your life. And therefore, in order for him to do that, he has anointed you. That's part of the vision statement. To proclaim the good news, that's what we've got to do. Proclaim the good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted and to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness from the prisoners. To proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God. To comfort. Wow, we've done some comforting this year and last year. Amen. And to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion. Look, it goes on to say, but to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes. So many people have really gone through a mourning time in this time and, 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 and everything is like it's just burned down around them. Their whole life has crumbled. Maybe you've lost a loved one. Maybe you've lost a business. Maybe you've lost your home. Maybe just COVID has, has, has also given you the realization she is not the one. <laughs> or he is not the one for sure after this. Instead of mourning and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. That's where we must find ourselves today, family. Amen? So let me summarize it for you this way. They will be called oaks of righteousness. You, oaks, you oaks, you oaks of righteousness. 
the planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. You will rebuild the ancient ruins and restore the places. You will rebuild after COVID. You will restore the places of worship. Amen. That was devastated. You will renew the ruined cities that have been devastated for generations. So out of that, I see four things. Number one, proclaim the good news. And this is what this church will continue to do through the messages that we preach, through what we do here at the church, our values, our programs. And this is what this uh, uh, whole session is all about. But even more importantly, is that, that we also operate in the supernatural. Amen? We operate in the supernatural. And that's why we're calling it Supernatural Summer when Apostle Theo comes, because we're gonna have Holy Ghost chaos. That's gonna be amazing. Amen? But proclaim the good news. Secondly, Bind up the brokenhearted. You remember two, three years ago, before that, if somebody had a pain or she, I'm really feeling, we would just say, here's a scripture for you, brother. Just rejoice in the Lord. And we think that's okay. And then people are still broken and they don't, they're not finding healing. And so we realize that I need to walk a, walk a path with you. I need to help you bind up brokenhearted, because there are people that are truly brokenhearted. Feels like their hearts have been ripped from their body. Lives have been ripped from their body. Circumstances have been ripped from their body, from their, from their lives, and, and we need to help them. And this is what this church has been doing for the last three and a half years. We say we really wanna be there to bind up, and I'll share with you just now about that. Number three is that bestow on them the beauty instead of ashes. Too quickly, we, are, uh, we want to refer to that. That's the one that got divorced. That's the one that had the affair. I'm not saying you must have an affair and we'll have mercy on you. Amen. I'm just saying, okay? That's the one that stole the money. That one, careful, careful. Why don't we bestow beauty instead of ashes? Beauty instead of a stigma. That really is truly is a spirit of reconciliation. And that's what we wanna do as a church. Amen, family? And then lastly, number four out of this, they rebuild others. You can rebuild others. So that brings me to our four programs and our four values in this church. The four values of the church. Number one, you must know God. You must know God. Look at what the scripture says here. It says, not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. On judgment day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name and cast out demons in your name and before many miracles in your name. But I will reply, I never knew you. Family, you mustn't know about God. You must know him. And in this church, I believe we create services, we create weekend services and online experiences so that both the church and the unchurch love to come here. Amen? That's how people can get to know God. Last week, I don't know if that family's there. They don't look like they're there, this service. I think they were there, uh, second service. Last week, the whole family got saved. Last week, the whole family was here for the first time, sitting in that row there. Now, that is just amazing. You've got to know God. You see, the reason why we have to preach is because heaven and hell are realities. You're either going to go to heaven or you're going to go to hell. 
There's no in-between thing or how we'll, we'll tolerate your sin because uh, we're going to bind up the brokenhearted. No. We will help you through it. But it's either heaven or hell. You see, because inviting unchurched people or people that are far from the Lord to a life-giving service like this is what it's all about, to know God. Amen, family? So, and I want to share with you is that as, as we've been going on in these series that we've been teaching, and specifically Apostle Theo, so in, what's it, two weeks' time? Two weeks' time, they will be here for four weeks. It's going to be amazing. Standing room only, amen? And we're going to see the supernatural operate so that you can experience and know God in those meetings. Amen? <laughs> Number two. Find freedom. You know, normally when we spoke about this concept about finding freedom, people thought, okay, if you're not free from something, um, then I must go to groups. And so groups has a stigma. If you've got a problem, you go to groups. No. Free to lead, like we saw in the AV. Amen, family? Free to lead. Free to start a group. In other words, do whatever you're doing. Just add groups to it. That's what we're asking. If you like drinking coffee, you and your friends, so man, I, I, this, is, uh, this is Colombian, this is Jamaican uh, espresso, you know, strength level seven and this kind. And if that's what turns you guys on, hey, then do it in a group. Just hoy a scripture in there. So by the way, the Lord says, mm, how good it is. <laughs> Amen. Find freedom, okay? Be free to lead. Be free to start a group. In actual fact, as you've heard last week already, is that we're starting a new a curriculum in our groups. Over and above everything else is um, uh, uh, how to reach people. And it is amazing. Family, I tell you what, you, RPM, yeah, uh, Reaching People Movement. You're gonna love it. It is so amazing. It is so encouraging. We've already watched it as a staff, and it is so amazing. It's not gonna make you evangelist, but it's gonna make you more sensitive to how to reach people, amen? So don't worry, don't, oh, Pastor Johnny, now I've gotta do 10 calls every Saturday morning. Relax, be free, find freedom. <laughs> I'll bind up the brokenhearted, amen? Groups are so important. I have, I'm gonna share a little bit something personal now. Are you ready? Yes, I can see some of you like even like, but I, I play games. And on this game, there's a one guy I've never met in my life before. We're 50 guys in a team. And I've never met him before. But he recently lost his son because his son committed suicide. 36 years old. And, uh, and he just said, guys, I'm going off the game. Please uh, uh, leave me uh, uh, because my son just committed suicide. Most of the guys said, okay, thank you, all right. I'm so sorry to hear that. And I thought, no, I'm gonna pursue you because his number is in there so I can DM him, direct message him. So I, said, I reached out to him, I said to him, Melt, I just wanna let you know that I've gone through exactly the same thing. I know what you're feeling. I know that you're feeling lonely. You're asking a million questions. And, I, and, and we reached out to him. And every day, I would not let him go. Every day, I would send him a message of encouragement. He's not a Christian. Eventually, I started sending him scriptures. <laughs> scriptures. Scriptures. And you know what? We as a team, all 50 of us, 
we decided that we are gonna buy him an olive tree, send it to his house and say to him, because he loves gardening, plant it in your garden and let this be, become a tree of remembrance for you and your family. So whenever you look at this, it reminds you of your son, amen? And so family, we can in small ways, we can bring freedom to other people. It's not just about us, but to help people. You're free to lead. You are free to start a group. You're free to drink coffee. You're free to run on the roofs, okay? Just be careful of security. They might take you off, okay? But whatever, just add ministry to it. It's like sugar, one or two. Huh? Two scriptures or three scriptures for you? What would you like, okay? All right, just one or two, okay? And family, just do that because you're doing that in any case. You're doing that in any case, all right? Because the Bible says, look what it says in Find Freedom. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. Now, I know this is talking about if you are going through a, a, a sinful thing in your life, but, but let me put it in normal South African language. Okay, if you just wanna like a talk with your buddies and your friends and your girlfriends, just sit around and have a cup of coffee. That's what that says, all right? Because ladies, you guys know, a man, I mean, you even talk to the hairdresser, you've never met her before, but you tell your whole life story to her. <laughs> what are you doing? It's therapy. It's a group, okay? Because you trust the person, I mean, doing your hair. In the same way, men, we go and we perhaps sit down and after a long, maybe it's a long run or a long ride or a long shoot or a long this or a long that, I don't know, whatever, and just sit down and say, yes, man, how are you really doing, man? Just I'm struggling, man, in this area of my life because I just feel like I'm not coping with it. And so somebody starts talking to you and sharing with you and healing can come and bind up the brokenhearted. You see, we don't need a pastor. We need somebody we can share our experience with. Amen? You see, family, because, why do we do that? Because life change happens in relationships. Life change happens in relationships. So that's why we create small groups where people can come together, have common experiences, they can find community, they can find acceptance, they can find freedom, they can three or four, whatever the sugar is that they need to add to their life. Amen? That's why we create it. Not so that the 105 rules before you even start praying, six lists, seven this, then that, then this. By that time, I'm ex-mug. Amen? But we create small groups where you can create community, whatever your community is. Amen? And also, because it's the biblical model, that's exactly what Jesus did, all right? Because people want to feel they belong. Number three, discover purpose. Here at Christian Family Church, we have the growth track. The growth track is not another course. Oh, okay, yeah, after Christian growth, then we go on the growth track. Yeah, that's not, what it, that's not the purpose of the growth track. The growth track is not another course. The growth track is to help you understand what we do here in the church. For example, on step one, which starts, so by the way, not today, not this weekend, but next weekend, we have step one of the growth track. You can sign up and become a member. And I say, always say this, family, if you like what you see, why don't you just sign up straight away? And if you say, Pastor Johnny, I don't like this church, we will help you and recommend 
10 other good churches in the city. And you can go there. But find a church that works for you. Amen? So because of finding freedom or discovering our purpose, 80% of people do not know what their purpose is. 80% of people do not know their purpose. They go in a job day in, day out, get to Friday, can't wait for it to be finished. I mean, they say, I can't wait for Friday. How many of you say on a Friday, I can't wait for Monday? Not a, not a lot. You've got to discover your purpose. What wakes you up every morning? What makes you go? What makes you, yes, yes, man, yes, I love it. I can't wait. I've never had a bad day at the office. Never in my whole working career. Never. Has it been Fridays when I look forward to Monday? Yes. Why? Because I decide, I purpose in my heart, I'm gonna make this a great thing. Amen, family? I mean, surely going through life and it's like, oh, oh yes, I can't believe. Saturday morning already, I lost, lost half the weekend. And then you're already sad because Monday's coming. So your whole weekend is messed up. Discover your purpose. How do I do that, Pastor Johnny? You go on the growth track, <laughs> amen? On step two of the growth track, we will help you to discover your purpose. What kind of a personality are you? I mean, you might just love driving the carts. You might just uh, love cleaning the floors. You might love just serving in the bathrooms. You know, one of the things that I remember when being in the United States um, some time ago, attending a conference, as we were walking, this is people that truly discovered their purpose. As we are walking inside uh, into the foyer area, I still remarked, uh, Dr. Bev was with us, and I remember she said, I just quickly wanna go to the bathroom. And as she said it, there was a lady right next to her, like silently sneaky, zoop. She said, I'll take you there. <laughs> like, okay, all right, all right, and off we go. Now, that is somebody that's discovered their purpose. All they do is they're listening, just listening. What it is that you need, all right? So we have different gifts. We definitely have different gifts according to the grace given to us. Let me, let me give you the scripture here. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. Not one gift is the same. My gifting is not the same as yours, as Pastor Andres, as Pastor Simon, as whoever else here in the, in the auditorium. My gifting is not the same as yours. Neither are yours the same as mine. But each given by the same Holy Spirit so that it can all work together. Amen? So we create the easy way of you understanding what we do here in the church by going on the growth track. Okay, because you see, every believer has a spiritual gift and we need to tell you about it. And the main function of us as the church is not to do the job ourselves, but it is to give you the opportunity to live out your God-given passion, your assignment in the church. So if God has called you to just lift up that thing there, if that is what you love and you can do that for the next seven years, we love it. We love it because he's saying that person is performing his or her passion. Our job is to equip the church for their ministry. That's our vision statement because if we do that, 
discovery of purpose produces hope. I don't know about you guys, but when you have a purpose, you have hope. And when you have hope, you have energy. You are focused. You are excited. You are ready to step. That's when you can, I mean, I was, so by the way, I had two implants done in my, in my gums on Thursday. So if I'm talking slightly strange, please forgive me, it's because of that reason. But while I was in this little clinic, day clinic, the, the, there was three nurses to five people. Three nurses to five people. And during that time, one of the nurses was finished with her task. She came up to the other lady and she said, I've got nothing else to do. How can I help you? And I thought, wow, what a lesson to learn. Amen, family? Because the discovery of purpose produces hope. People want to do things, which brings me to number four. Make a difference. Make a difference. Look what it says here in Acts. However, I consider my life worth nothing to me. My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me. Family, say this with me. The Lord Jesus, say that again. The Lord Jesus has given me a task. So to each and every one, a task has been given that only you can fulfill. Only you can complete. Amen? So go on and make a difference. So we create easy and obvious and effective processes where people can serve on the dream team. I mean, you even get a free t-shirt. Tonight, you're gonna get free food. Tonight, you're gonna have fun at the back of the church. Come on, let me hear the dream teamers. Where are they? All right. I mean, we just pull out all the stops because we know that you are tithers, you are faithful to this. We just do this for you. You don't have to pay for it. We're just gonna do it for the dream team tonight. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah, come on. Let's give the dream team. Hoo, hoo, hoo. <laughs> you see, because people ministering to other people is the biblical model. People ministering to other people. Not always the pastor, but people ministering to other people is the biblical model because people need to be needed. People love it. There's somebody here, I won't embarrass the person here, but when she is busy and she does certain things, she blossoms under those circumstances. And that's what we wanna do. We want you to fulfill your task the Lord Jesus has given you so that you can blossom, so that you can feel, I feel needed. Whatever it is, you come to the dream team and say, I would love to do this, and we will make, make it happen for you. Amen? Because serving others meets the greatest need also in other people's hearts or in the human heart. So this is what we conclude. Success in ministry, in this vision, is when people are moving on the spiritual journey that God has for them. Success is when people are moving on the spiritual journey that God has for them. If you are not involved, you are not moving. If you are not involved in the church and what we're doing here, you're not on a spiritual journey. 
and you'll never know what God has for you in your life. Twenty-ninth of May in 2020, my life changed. My son passed away. My whole life changed. I thought it would never be the same again. But the love I felt from this congregation carried me through. Because I could come back every weekend to a service and know I would be edified through the word of God, it carried me through. Because I've already discovered my purpose, it carried me through. Because I was already making a difference and there's so many people to help me and support me, it carried me through. But most of all, I discovered freedom because even though I wasn't aware of it, I was dealing with certain unforgiveness in my heart towards the hospital, not against the Lord. Because I was asking, why did this happen? And in our time of pain, we decided to join the Grief Share group. And our leader, Ronwin Steenkamp, led us through that time. For 13 weeks, there were some days I didn't wanna be there. I found every five minutes an excuse to go to the bathroom. Ronwin was probably testify, yes, there he goes again, there he goes again. But I'm so grateful for this church, for the vision, for the values because not only are they there to help me on my journey, help me deal with my grief, but they were there to bind up the brokenhearted and bestow beauty instead of ashes. Amen? Yes, come, give the Lord a praise. And I am so grateful for my church. This is a great church. I mean, what you guys do and have done over the last two years your generosity financially, your giving into the welfare of this church. Everything that you do is just amazing. You've helped so many people. You've made a difference in so many people's lives. You are perhaps not even aware of all the things that you do, but because you give into the plate, we don't have to ask you, okay, just give us a couple of hundred rand because we need to help this one. Because you are so faithful in the tithe and in giving, this church continues to grow. This church continues to go and go and make a difference in the lives of thousands and thousands and thousands of people. We, church, you did not let them down. On behalf of the Lord Jesus Christ, I want to say thank you. Watch this.
Yeah, come on, let's give the Lord a shout. You guys did it. Thank you, CFC, on behalf of the Lord. Thank you for everything that you've done. We have not let anybody down during COVID and neither will be uh, in the future, amen? If you're not involved in this church, you need to get involved. You gotta know God. Find freedom, join a group. Add just two spoons of sugar. Discover your purpose, go on the growth track. And lastly, join the team. Make a difference so that you also can be part of what we're doing here. Otherwise, you won't see what God is doing at Christian Family Church. Do I have a commitment from you? Amen. This year, 2022, we are gonna get involved. 2022, we're gonna get involved in Jesus' name. Every head bowed, every eye closed. If you are here today and say, Pastor Johnny, I've just been drifting along in my life and I realized that I do not know God the way that I should. Perhaps I've just been paying lip service to serving God and haven't really been involved. But today I realized that I need to serve Jesus and make Him Lord and Savior of my life first and foremost. If that is you, say, I wanna make Jesus Lord and Savior of my life. I wanna change my life. And then at the count of three, I'm gonna ask you to raise your hand. Or secondly, you might say, Pastor Johnny, I used to serve Jesus. But sadly, over the years, I've just backslid and things were so tough in COVID that I just didn't have the guts. I just didn't want to move from my television. I just didn't want to read the word anymore. I want to repent and ask for forgiveness. Will God forgive me? Of course He will. He's waiting to forgive you, to move on your journey. Or thirdly, you might say, I do not have assurance of my salvation. If I were to die today, would I go to heaven or would I go to hell? Those are realities of life. So if that is you at any one of those three invitations, at the count of three, I'm gonna ask you to raise your hand up high. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day to make a decision. Are you ready? I know some of you are perhaps a little bit apprehensive, but you're in good company. We've all done what you're about to do. So at the count of three, raise your hand. One, two, three. Raise your hand all over this place, all over this place. Thank you. I see that hand there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. See the hands. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. See the hands. Thank you, Lord. What a great day. What a great decision. So much courage. Change your life. Let it never, ever be the same again. I promise you. Been serving the Lord for 23 years, and I do not regret it one bit because you know God is faithful. He still brings water from the rock. Last chance. If you want to raise your hand right now, go ahead. Raise your hand wherever you are, wherever you are. Then I'm going to pray. Now, for those of you that raise your hand, I'm going to ask you to say this prayer out aloud with all of us. You ready? Let's say this. Father in heaven, I come to you in the name of Jesus. Thank you for sending Jesus to die on a cross for me. He was punished for my sin so I can go free. From this day, I receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Savior. And I promise to serve you with all of my heart. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Congratulations. Come on, let's give them a great round of applause. Wonderful decision. We are so excited with you. 
Thank you for joining us during this episode of Living Life with Dr. Theo and Bev Volmerantz. We hope that through this inspired teaching, you had an encounter with God. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev Volmerantz and would like to enjoy more resources, we hope you will visit our website at www.christianfamilychurch.co.za or for our American listeners, www.christianfamilychurchsa.com. Thank you.